Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about Alien Investigator Goes to Peru. That's correct. Alien Investigator Goes to Peru. Now, we're talking about uh, explorer Timothy Alberino and a recent trip that he took down there to uh, Peru to personally interview some of the people that have been harassed and actually assaulted by uh, what a lot of people believe are uh, for lack of a better term, space aliens, ET entities, whatever you want to call them. They've been wreaking havoc down there in this little village, and it's made international news. So Timothy Alberino, uh, he's he's a longtime uh, UFO paranormal type investigator, went down there to see for himself what was going on. Now, the conclusions that he came to were a little bit different than what I believe, but we'll, we'll hear him out. I have a lot of respect for a lot of the work he does. I find his uh, work to be interesting. He does a lot of stuff uh, on YouTube. I've been following uh, Timothy Alberino off and on over the years, so and I enjoy watching his stuff. So I thought, you know, why not take a look at what he came up with down there? Open ears. Now, the first article comes to us from the sun.co.uk. Uh, the title says Alien Inv- Invasion Mystery Over Village Terrorized by Seven Foot Face Peeling Aliens could be solved as investigators find sinister answers. And this is written by Olivia Alhusen, dated uh, November 19th, 2023. So just a few days ago. It's got a picture of Mr. Albrino here. It's also got kind of a split screen picture. It's got a picture, and this is what I find a little confusing about the article, or maybe even a little bit misleading. So you got a picture. And just imagine this. And I'll put the links at the Buy Me a Coffee website. You can go look for yourself. You got a picture of Mr. Albrino on the left-hand side. Uh, Big dude, younger guy, kind of a Indiana Jones type uh, personality, and he's sitting here in the jungle talking to this girl. You don't see her, but you see Mr. Alberino. And then in the inset photo, uh, there's a little video you can watch, and it shows uh, some some uh, Russian military gear. Somebody in some Russian military gear, kind of this kind of uh, futuristic looking stuff. And then on the left hand side of the picture is a scene of a jungle with a little bit of clearing around it. And at the top of this tree, it looks like something up there, uh, what they suspect might be an alien hiding on the top of this tree. We find out later, Al Marino points out that that picture was taken like 500 miles away. So it's really got nothing to do with this story unless we have a separate case of aliens attacking villagers and a jungle further away in Peru, but we'll get to that. It says, alien invasion, mystery over village terrorized by seven foot face pitting aliens could be solved as investigators find sinister answers. Now, we're told investigators are convinced something very sinister is at play in the Peruvian village said to be terrorized by mysterious seven-foot creatures. And it's got some cool pictures there. It's got some pictures of Al Reno and, and, and another guy that was with him now. This is pal Doug Thornton. Uh, went to investigate reports of attempted abduction. And then it's got a picture of Al Reno talking to a couple of villagers. Uh, shows some marks on this girl's, uh, like, looks like her neck or shoulder maybe. Uh, she's uh, sitting here, and the one girl has her face blacked out. She's got a tissue or maybe some gauze up against her neck. It looks like she maybe has been attacked by something. Uh, the article begins by saying, uh, petrified locals in San Antonio de Pinatuca have blamed yellow-eyed beast for the attempted abduction of a teenage girl and even claimed the mysterious attackers tried to remove her face. So we don't know how much of this uh, is because of their perception of the face peelers, which is a legend that's been around for a long time, or how much of this is just whatever these entities are interacting in people with people in a very uh, aggressive manner. Now, 
the article continues on down here. It says, after the attack, American explorer Timothy Alberino traveled with ex-Marine pal Doug Thornton deep into the Peruvian jungle to investigate. Arriving in the remote village following a two-day boat trip, the pair were met with an eerie scene and a crowd of frightened locals. So, you know, it's a very remote area without a lot of roads around because they had, it took them two days by boat to get there. Speaking exclusively to the son about his investigation, he said, Everyone is very on edge. The men are in a state of heightened vigilance. The 40-year-old said locals are patrolling the village every night and have burned down five acres of trees to give a clear view into the forest to see anything approaching from the undergrowth. So apparently these things are coming in from the, uh, the rainforest there into this little village. The villagers have reported dozens of sightings of huge seven-foot figures dressed in black body armor with oval-shaped helmets and yellow eyes, Timothy said. Now, we've talked about this on the podcast before, and I've put up links to the Buy Me A Coffee website where people have think they've taken pictures of these things. And so it's hard to say, is it body armor? Is it some sort of like skin-tight suit they have on? We're getting some different reports there. They claim the assailants fly silently through the air on light-up oval platforms and have huge metal discs attached to their feet that allow them to click into the boards. So this sounds to me almost like a hoverboard. Now, you know, hoverboards are all good and dandy fun for uh, kids playing around, but we're talking about some kind of industrial-scale hoverboard where they have to wear these metal plates on their feet, whatever these things are, they snap into these boards and then you see him kind of hovering around there as some kind of alien version of Michael J. Fox, I suppose. So far, there has only been one attack reported, but another local claims he had a close encounter when he shot one of the creatures at point-blank range. He said the alien was knocked down by the blast, but was unharmed and rose and disappeared. This is the same sort of thing we hear uh, when a lot of crypt uh, cryptids are fl are fired on Bigfoot, whatever, uh, you know, the, the large uh, uh, wolves of Skinwalker Ranch that we heard about being shot. It's almost like they uh, interact somehow with this slug coming at them, but it doesn't seem to affect them. They always seem to gather themselves on and disappear. Villagers said they have seen the mysterious figures many times and also witnessed UFOs soaring slight silently overhead. So there you have it. We have eyewitness accounts of not only the ET aliens, but of UFO craft as well. Timothy said they have described the UFOs as advanced aerospace vehicles size of a helicopter in acorn-shaped and unconventional technology. Okay, now I have to disagree with Mr. Aberino Ab Ab here. We're not talking about unconventional technology. We're talking about off-world or other dimensional technology. The savage attack on a young girl was one of the most disturbing of its kind in recent years. When Timothy spoke to the 15-year-old victim, Talia, he explained she was so shaken up that she didn't talk to him the first time and he had to return the following day. She was suffering from extreme PTSD. She would quiver, quake, and hide her face, he said. But when the explorer gained the youngster's trust, she revealed the details of her nightmare ordeal. Talia told Timothy that she was picking up fruit in the garden just after sunset when she heard rustling in the bushes. She then described an assailant shooting out of the darkness, riding a glowing platform before grabbing her from behind. Before she could scream, the so-called alien covered her mouth and a second creature emerged and grabbed her legs. 
The pair then worked together to drag her behind a chicken coop. The situation took a turn for the worst when a syringe was put into Delita's nose and a cream was smeared all over her face, making it go numb. The attackers then allegedly took out a scalpel and dragged it across the terrified teen's skin, making two deep incisions in her neck. But Talia bravely fought back and tried to pull off one of the helmets of the creatures. It was at this point one of them released a grip and she was able to scream for help. During the struggle, she said one of them complained about using too much cream and told the other it would ruin the flesh and make her face more difficult to remove. Now you wonder if she heard them verbalize this or if this is what she understood them to say. You have to ask yourself, why would they be speaking her native language? After hearing the girl's screams, her brothers and neighbors rushed to her aid and caught a glimpse of the assailants fleeing the scene. They found the teenager lying on the ground, bloodied up and in a chemically induced semi-conscious state. I know the neighbors absolutely saw the assailants and they saw these very tall people dressed in black, head to foot, Timothy said. They were floating on circular hoverboard platforms, maneuvering on them in between trees. These guys were very dexterous on these things and they, could, and they shot up into the sky. Although it's unclear what the alleged attacker's intentions were, the explorer believes they meant to cause harm. In a bid to protect the villagers, Timothy and his ex-military pal taught the men in the area how to use assault rifles. They also brought over provisions like rice and sugar as locals are too scared to go out hunting in the forest and have been left with little food. Well, I have to wonder if these entities, whatever they are, aren't just trying to scare these people to keep them out of the rainforest. Maybe they're, maybe they're doing something out there, repairing a ship, tending to a, some kind of a base, uh, harvesting something from the from the rainforest. It seems to me like they're not so much interested in killing these people as they are as just terrorizing them and keeping them out of this natural resource that maybe they're using. You I mean, it says they're coming out of the forest. Timothy Oliver does not believe the sinister attacks are the result of alien invaders. And this is where we part company at. I just don't see how these could be people, seven foot tall, riding around on these uh, hoverboards that can't do anything that a hoverboard that we would possibly have could do. I mean, come on. And local authorities have also previously dismissed the terrified villagers' accounts, instead saying the attackers are likely to be human. So you're going to believe that there are people riding around on hoverboards that can zip in and out of the jungle, can fly straight up at the air in the air at high rate of speeds, I mean, the, the story they're telling, to me, is only believable if their protagonists, in this case, are aliens. It's unbelievable when you say that people could be doing this. It goes on, it says, Before the recent spate of attacks, creatures that peeled off the faces of their victims were only known in urban legends and were dubbed the face peelers. But now villagers feel the creatures might be more than twisted villains they have heard about in fairy tales. Following the attack, police were called to the scene to investigate and came up with the theory that the assailants were trying to drive off the locals to claim the land. They may have been using drones and other theatrics to scare them away from their village. Timothy said the villagers were insulted by this because only two cops went to the area and conducted a rudimentary investigation before reaching their conclusion without any evidence. 
We've talked about that too, and I totally agree with that. This their so-called investigation was a joke. The Explorer's investigation comes after reports of sightings began to emerge in August. Police went to the Amazon jungle to also probe reports of mysterious assailants made by the Ikuru indigenous people. A recent video emerged of a black ops man who appears to be hiding in the treetops. And that's a picture we talked about. Although some believe it is related to the San Antonio de Pintuca sightings, Timothy is skeptical as it was taken more than 500 miles away in the Pintuca. Kanaqui district of Peru. So I have to, you know, give credit to this guy because he has said, look, I don't think the pictures uh, is legitimate, or at least it doesn't have anything to do with what I've seen. It's 500 miles away. So he's trying to focus his investigation. I just don't think that these things are people. He says uh, the explorer spoke to many villagers who had witnessed a strange figure. Some described seeing UFOs flying over the area. area. And it's got a picture of this guy drawing this UFO, very kind of a almost uh, almost, almost like a wedge slice saucer shaped thing with, with a light on top of it. Timothy taught, taught the locals how to use firearms, it says, to protect themselves. It's got a picture of this. It says the explorer said it was a distinct possibility that this Russian suit was similar to the suits the villagers described. Yeah, I don't know. If the Russians had hoverboards and suits, don't you think they would have been using them in Ukraine by now? I just, I just don't see that. Uh, then it has a picture here from a file picture from a couple of uh, a few soldiers and a couple of uh, police officers that visited earlier this year and came up with this cockamamie idea or maybe it was their boss did that uh, this was all uh, done by uh, a bunch of uh, Brazilian and Colombian uh, squatters coming in to take, take the gold. Now here's another article kind of goes in a little bit more. It says this is from the dailystar.co.uk It says village terrorized by a mysterious seven foot face-peeling aliens after dozens of sightings. According to locals in San Antonio and Pitayuca in the Amazon rainforest region of Loretta, Peru, weird things have been going on with yellow-eyed beasts being held responsible. This is by Adam uh, Kellyer, journalist. Now, the problem is I'm seeing is uh, these things are so weird and so strange. The people there, the locals, are just trying to describe what they're seeing in terms that are familiar to them, face peelers, beast, whatever. It's so outside the range of normal. People are really having a hard time just uh, giving us a description uh, of what they see. And then it shows here some, some of the grasses. Several acres of land have been destroyed in a bid to find the aliens. Well, they've chopped down a few trees and burned it, uh, but it's grown back apparently. They're trying to put a buffer zone between them and the aliens. I can see these people are really frightened. Now it says, locals living in a small village are said to be petrified of yellow-eyed beasts thought to be ripping their faces off. The bizarre occurrence is said to be happening in San Antonio de Pintayuca in the Amazon rainforest region of Loretta, Peru. Rumors started swirling months ago that villagers were frightened, which sparked them to start patrolling every night. A whopping five acres of tree were burned down to give them a decent view of the area, while dozens of sightings have been reported, according to the Sun. The beasts responsible are said to be around seven feet tall and wearing black body armor. Now, it's got a picture of Tim Timothy Alberino here with a bunch of these uh, uh, villagers, and they seem to be super happy. Uh, with all the cool stuff he's brought for them, some bottled water, a lot of rice. He did a good job of bringing food down, and they are loaded up, armed, and ready, let me tell you that. It says, they are also thought to be wearing oval-shaped helmets and have yellow eyes. 
documenting the chaos is explorer Timothy Alberino, who took to social media site Twitter X to, to talk about it and did not rule out the possibility of some kind of alien or non-human involvement. He claims to have spoken to a girl, Talia, 15, who claims she was caught by the mysterious creatures who put a syringe in her nose and put numbing cream on her face. They then proceeded to make two deep incisions into her neck with a scalpel before she managed to pull on one of their helmets and allowing her to escape into the jungle. Oh, boy. After his trip, Timothy, who has lived in Peru for nearly 20 years, said, We have completed the expedition to San Antonio de Pinatuca. We were in the village for three days and conducted a thorough investigation. We delivered supplies and strategic technology. Let me be clear, I did not capture Pelicaros, face peelers on camera. My mission was to supply the village with strategic technology, including night vision goggles with recording capabilities. Oh, that's awesome. And investigate the phenomena. The result of the investigation will be discussed in the forthcoming debrief. It says, although I cannot say for certain who the face peeler perpetrators are in Peru, I can confirm unequivocally that the phenomena is real and going on. My hypothesis is that they are nefarious humans with reverse engineered alien tech and possibly working with a non-human faction. Now, that's an interesting theory. I did not experience the face peeler phenomenon myself, but I did equip the men of the village with night vision goggles that have recording capabilities. If they film something with the tech, they will send it to me immediately. He went on to claim that the face peelers are not concerned with the greys or normal aliens because they are perfectly capable of incapacitating abductees with force or chemical agents. Very interesting. Well, hats off to Timothy Alberino for taking him and his buddy going down there and bringing these folks some food supplies and giving them, I don't know, I think maybe they already had the guns. It looks like a lot of old shotguns and rifles here. Uh, but he's given these guys night vision goggles and cameras. And maybe with that, we can kind of set this thing to rest once and for all what these things are. I have to lean toward aliens myself. This is a really strange story. We've been following it for a few months now. And if we get any more updates on it, we'll definitely post them on here. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.